And we're live, maybe? No, there we are. And we're live here on Facebook. Uh, I'd like to welcome all those listening in podcast land. Uh, how you doing out there? I'm doing good, Mike. Second time's the charm, Mike. Yep. And uh, Second time's the charm. We do have audio. I just checked it on my phone. Okay. So a shout out from our previous recording, which has since been taken down from Facebook, uh, to my dad and your mom, Mike, for saying no sound. They love us. They want to follow us even when we're not on, uh, when we're screwing stuff up. But more importantly, we're back. Rich, who else do we need to say hello to tonight? YouTube. Oh, yeah, the YouTube folks. Yeah. Thank you for, um, if you're watching us on the YouTube, um, make sure to uh, ring the bell. Ring the bell so you can be notified when we post our episodes on a on our weekly basis give us a thumbs up as well as leave a comment and subscribe yeah so uh let's get started uh first thing we got to do we will talk about the cubs this week uh and baseball in general we got a few things to talk about in baseball um mm-hmm. then we gonna head into the nascar corner how are we gonna finish up the show rich we're gonna talk some football we're gonna uh give you our conference championship and Super Bowl picks and I guess we're going to go week by week on the Chicago Bears schedule yeah we'll do that quick it shouldn't take too long no Um, but first time to roll the intro broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa this is Balls and Sticks the podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Rich, we already have a comment shout out from Sue Hart saying, Good job. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> awesome. You see, even you can get a shout a comment a comment shout out if you put something on the live video. Doesn't matter what it it is. Before we go off air, it doesn't matter what it is. Okay, Um, so Rich, uh, poll question: Over under Bears seven and seven and a half games. I went under. You did. I went over. And the winning, the winner is over. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm glad people support it. Uh, It was three to two, by the way. So it was close, but I want the Bears to do well. I just don't know that they're going to. Yeah, and we'll kind of break that down at the end of the show. Yeah. Doing a quick yay or nay, win or loss for each week that they play. And you know what? We'll see if I can actually get them to eight wins. Okay. And, Mike, you can, you'll probably prove that. Yes, they're probably going to go under seven wins, but I, I'm going to go. Uh, we'll see. I think that they can get over eight. I don't know. Maybe. I, under, <coughs> oh, excuse I'm probably me. Not gonna get, yeah, I'm probably not going to get them to the 11 wins that I originally thought that they were going to get to when the schedule came out. Yeah. But we'll see if I can get them over eight. Please. Yeah. So, uh, but before we get to that, we have much more show to come. And... We have a poll question this week. What are you looking forward to most about fall? Are you looking forward to the cool weather? Are you looking forward to the NFL season kicking off in one week? What are our other two options, Rich? Uh, we went with bonfires and pumpkin-flavored food and drinks. Mostly it's all about the pumpkin ice cream. That's just where we're from, folks. Pumpkin ice cream. Okay, look for that to go live as soon as we get off the air. Uh, Rich, Cubs didn't do terribly this week. No, they didn't. They went three and one. I guess it helps when you also play a team that's having a worse season than you are in the Twins as they were able to go up to Minnesota and get two wins. And they somehow got a victory against the White Sox on the south side. Yep. Um, It just goes to prove that you never know what's going to happen. You never know. So... um, this week, they have four games against the Pittsburgh Pirates, including today's game. 
that's currently being played. Uh, Three games against the Reds and one against the Giants. So that's eight games. Rich, I have not seen the score. You have informed me that the last I knew, it was tied at three in the fifth inning. Don't look it up. Okay. Don't look it up. Overall, how do you think they're going to do this upcoming week? I think they can get... I think they'll split with the Pirates. And I'll give them one against the Reds. So, so I'll go... Three and five. Three and five. Okay. I, I totally agree. I actually 100% agree. And that's exactly how I have the breakdown, too. Okay. Um, speaking of how terribly the Cubs are doing and how... Uh, how great the White Sox, I mean, White Sox are doing. Uh, let's get into the MLB standings for the year. Going into Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Always a good spot to check and see how your team's doing and how the league's doing. Rich, in the AL East, who did you pick and who did I pick? And I'll give you, I have the standings up. Okay, so Mike, you went with the Tampa Bay Rays. I went with the New York Yankees. Tampa Bay Rays lead the Yankees six by six and a half games heading into Labor Day. Okay, but the Yankees are second in the division. They are. Okay. In the AL okay. Central, who did you pick to win? Um, I went with the Minnesota Twins, Ooh. and uh, you went with the White Sox. White Sox are in the lead. Their closest competitor is the Indians at 10 10 games back. Their furthest back competitor is the Twinkies at 19 and a half games back, Rich. I thought the Twins would do better looking at their... When we get to the wild card... At the beginning of the year. When we get to the wild card, we will definitely see we both did. Okay, American League West... All right, Mike, you went with the Oakland A's. I went with Dusty Baker's Houston Astros. Boo! I don't like the Astros. But the Astros are in the lead by four and a half games. Rich, what was our wild card teams? All right, Mike, your wild card teams were the New York Yankees and the Minnesota Twins. Okay. My wild cards were the Toronto Blue Jays and the White Sox. Well, the Blue Jays are quite out of it as they are 13 games back behind the Rays and six and a half games back behind the Yankees. Uh, um, I, how, how, where are they in the wild card standings? They are six and a half games behind the Yankees, who are first place in the wild card standings. Okay. And they are five games back behind the Red Sox, who are in second place in the wild card standings. Um, We know the Twins are doing terrible, just as bad in the wild card as they are in their division. Yep. And obviously the White Sox won't be in the wild card conversation with as well as they are doing this year. Okay, so now we move over to the National League, National League East. Rich, who did you pick? Who did I pick? And let me, and then I'll tell you how they're doing. All right, I went with the Atlanta Braves. Mike, you went with the New York Mets. Well, the Atlanta Braves was a great choice as they are up one and a half games over the Phillies and four and a half games over the Mets, who are in third place. In the National League Central, Rich, how bad did I do? I don't think you did too bad, but I don't have the standings up in front of me. Initially, I didn't think it was a bad take, but you went with the Redbirds. Uh, I went with the Brew Crew. Yep, and the Brew Crew are up 10 games over the Reds in second place and 12 and a half games over the Cardinals. By the way, they're up 22 over the Cubs and thir- 22 and a half over the Cubs and 33 over the Pirates. In the uh, National League West, we both took the Dodgers. Uh, they are currently tied with the Giants. I believe the Giants have the tiebreaker, but don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. So, that being said, Rich, who did you pick in the wild card? 
my wild card teams were the San Diego Padres and the New York Mets. You also went with the Padres, but your wild card team was the Chicago Cubs. Okay, well, the Cubs are doing terribly, so that was a garbage pick. The Padres, well, so the, the Giants or the Dodgers, whichever one doesn't win that division, will win, should win the wild card there. So that's, that's wild card number one. Wild card number two is the Cincinnati Reds. But they are only one game up over the Pitts or the San Diego Padres. And how far back are the Mets estimated? How far back are they? Uh, about six and a half, six game, six six and a half, somewhere in that range. Okay. So, Mike, for the World Series, yep. Your World Series pick was the Yankees over the Dodgers. Yep. I went with the Dodgers over the Yankees. Uh, I like the Dodgers. I still actually don't mind the Yankees as a pick. They're not a terrible pick. They probably will get the wild card. Uh, they're battling the Red Sox. I mean, them and the Red Sox are have a fairly decent lead. Uh, three games over the Athletics. And it just drops off from there. So, three, three and a half, somewhere in that range, over the Athletics. So, okay. with that being said, I don't mind the Yankees. I really don't. But seriously, <clears throat> there are two teams that are at the top of their division in the American League that look super hot right now. And that would be your Chicago White Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't know that anybody can beat them in the American League. Yeah, it, I think it is also, it's going to be tough. I mean, they both have good bullpens. I mean, I, I think you'll there's more household names in the bullpen for the White Sox at the back end than there are the Rays, but the Rays just find ways to win. And they're designed for short series. They are they are designed to have I mean, their pitching staff is designed to wear out to use multiple guys in a in a game. Like heavy multiple guys in a game. They love the starter. Or the, the the opening pitcher. I'm sorry, not the starter. The opening pitcher. Yeah. They are set to be a crazy good team. I would not be surprised. The Rays are just, but that's because I don't know. Can you cheer for the White Sox if they uh, if they make it to the World Series? I. It'd be a tough one. I think this year's World Series could come down to looking at which team has the most former Cubs. Yeah. As far as which team that I root for. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I really do like the concept of, and, and I'm going to throw a third wild card, uh, not a wild card, a third division winning team in the mix. How about if it's the Astros and the Dodgers? How much more fun would that be? There, you'd certainly hear that I think the crowds would easily get into it in, in L.A. Oh yeah. If the if they got the face the ass. I mean, in the world let's be honest. So it is L.A. Do they really ever get into anything? Those crowds are there because they have to make an appearance. They're not there for the World Series. Come on now. Anyway, um, no, it'll be fun either way. I like the Dodgers. I think they're going to do well. Um, I like. Yeah, I think the Brewers could make a run in the playoffs. Oh yeah. If they, Oh yeah, if they get in. They've got a really good bullpen too. Yeah, they do. So, it's going to be a great off season uh, in about a month and a half. Little under, little little under a month and a half. Okay, from that. Oh, speaking of of players and booing and cheering, like we will hear if the Astros and LA match up. Javi Baez got booed this week. Yeah, he got booed this week, and he chose to take out his frustrations on the fans by coming up with a gesture that was, turns out it was directed at the fans whenever, like, he or some of his teammates got big hits, and it was the thumbs down. Well, I also saw him give a one-finger salute as well at times. So, I mean, I was kind of surprised when this originally came out of saying that, you know what, if you're going to boo us, we're going to boo you. If you can't cheer us when, when we're, if you can't support us when, when we're not doing well, 
we're gonna boo you when we're when you're cheering us because yeah. you're not supporting us all the time. Yep. I thought it was a little bit. It's a little petty. My, yeah, I thought it was a little bit petty. My first initial thought was, you could have easily have chalked this up as, oh, it's just a funny gesture we do between teammates. Because I mean, uh, you remember during the Cubs World Series run, I believe it was. Um, I think they like patted the helmets. Yeah. Yeah, they patted yeah. their heads, washed the helmets. That was the thing. Yep. That was their funny gesture back back to the dugout that hey, I did well. And they get crap if they didn't do the gesture, if they got on if they hit a double or or they double or triple stolen base something. Yep. Yep. Javi chose a thumbs down. Yeah, it's I don't know. I think it's it's hard. You are getting paid bajillions of dollars to play a game that kids play in the backyard all the time. Like, you're getting paid a bajillion dollars. Got to have some tougher skin than that. Uh, I mean, when celebrities walk down the street, they get things yelled at them and all that. I don't think it's right. But what would we do to celebrities if they came out and, and did that? We we talked about earlier this year. Look at what, look at how bad the, uh, look at how bad the, uh, the stink. Look at how bad the stuff in the NBA gets. Is the MLB getting into that territory? I don't think so. It, I okay. I mean, I don't think I agree. I don't think so, honestly. But I'm just saying. Is is that, I mean, is it kind of the same concept? Now, baseball is one of those things that it's a slow-paced game, so you get time to yell at people. In basketball, it happens so quick, you don't have time. You just react. So, uh, I think it. I think the whole thing was handled pretty poorly on both sides. Um, I think it's poor sportsmanship to boo your own players. Yeah, what, but I was kind of surprised with what the Mets leadership did. Oh, yeah. Them coming out and basically throwing the team under the bus and saying these comments and any gestures by him or other players with a similar intent are unacceptable and won't be tolerated. The players in the organization are equally frustrated, but fans at City Field have every right to express their disappointment. Booing is every fan's right. I think it is every fan's right, but that doesn't oh, yeah. mean that Javi doesn't have the right to react to it. How about that, Mets? I mean, do, is this coming off as a little bit petty or to where Baez is maybe being a little bit soft because maybe he didn't get booed in Chicago? You don't get booed in Chicago. They love you. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's sad either way. It um, certainly didn't take long, though. Nope. Because, I mean, he, nope. within one game, he was... He was a hero again. Winning yeah, he, he scored the winning run. He apologized? In, a, in the game, he apologized, and they've moved on. Yep, it's over. Okay, speaking of being over, Rich, do you see what's coming up next? Is it a left turn, Mike? It is, Rich. And after that? It's probably going to be another left turn. Yeah, but watch out for some debris, because we just left Daytona, and we're heading into the NASCAR corner. Presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your... Uh, spirits memorabilia needs in Moline at the store or anywhere you are on ebay.com not paid people okay um, so as we go into the NASCAR corner the fantasy shout out of the week alright the fantasy shout out of the week for Daytona International Speedway goes to me. Yeah, you get it. As I came up with 127 points. Mike, you brought up the rears. You only got away with 70 points. From if Daytona. you're not first, you're last. All right. I, isn't uh, that Solomon, isn't that how I've done this year? If I don't yeah. get it, I'm last. Yeah. Solomon came in second with 117, and Tony got 98 points. Wow. I should have been able to beat him, but I did terribly. Okay. All right. So the fantasy NASCAR for the playoffs, your your driver uses reset. Yep. But you are limited to only five uses. Yep. 
throughout the playoff races, so use them wisely. And you, and once you get to the final race, the last race of the year at Phoenix, the four champ drivers still in the hunt for the championship race cannot score you stage points. Hmm. So keep That's that in intriguing. mind when you're making your lineup, as you're trying to figure out how you're going to use the five uses that you have available for each driver. Yeah, that's intriguing. Okay, so uh, first, so the standings go as follows in first place. In, heading into the NASCAR playoffs, winning your regular season is Kyle Larson. Second, Ryan Blaney. Third, Martin Truex Jr. Fourth, Cry Baby Kyle Bush. Fifth, Chase Elliott. Sixth, Alex Bowman. Seventh, Denny Hamlin. Eighth, William Byron. Ninth, Joey Logano. Rich, take us home. Oh, you don't have it up. Okay. I don't have it up. Keep going, Mike. Uh, tenth, Brad Keselowski. Eleventh, Kurt. I got a new ride next year, Bush. Twelfth, Christopher. Ring my bell. Thirteenth, Michael McDonald. McDowell. Fourteenth, Eric Amarola. Fifteenth, <coughs> Tyler Reddick. And sixteenth, your last of the playoff drivers, Kevin Harvick. Rich, who do you like winning this year? Rich. All right, I'm I'm going to go with Martin Truex. He was my preseason pick. I'm going to stick with him. I, too, am sticking with my preseason pick of Kevin Harvick. The guy knows how to play, how to play, drive in a lot of these tracks. Look out for him. Okay. All right. This so week, give updates on the NASCAR playoff standings as they every three weeks because they get three races to accumulate either points or a win to yep. move on to the next round of the playoffs. So you'll have to race in Darlington. Yep. Which we are heading into this week. I'll get the rest of the races. Uh, yep. We're heading into Darlington for the Darlington 500 or the the. The Cookout Southern 500. By the way, Cookout, I don't know if you've ever been there, Rich, but if you ever get down to that area, you have got to go to Cookout. Is one because you can get a corn dog as one of your sides? No, 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 no. It's better than a corn dog as a side. Bacon wrap. Ooh. Tortilla, bacon. That's it. That's all you... Oh, and cheese. They put a ranch sauce if you want it. It's like a garlic ranch sauce. I don't need that. Garlic, cheese, or, or bacon, cheese. I'm good. It's delicious. Right. Yeah, so the other tracks that you get the race want in round one are Richmond and Bristol. Okay. Before they make the cutoff before going to Las Vegas. Okay. So, uh, so how did we? So this is how we got to the playoffs, Mike. The last regular season race, the Coke Zero Four Hundred yeah. at Daytona. Ooh, and this uh, has big implications. If one of us, if I win, but don't didn't pick the actual winner, we tie for the regular season. Then we have to go down to the tiebreaker, and I'll explain how that works in just a second. All right, so Mike. Your pick of Denny Hamlin came in 14th. My pick of Matt DiBenedetto came in 26th. Your race winner, Ryan Blaney. So we tied. So we Rich, 15-15. We're at 15-15 in points. However, because you picked more winners, guys that won races, that's how you got the win, you get the win in the regular season. Congratulations, sir. Everybody give him a round of applause. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, it's just me here, so all you folks all listening, right, you so better be clapping for Rich. All right, so the Cookout Southern 500 down at Darlington. The way we are going to do NASCAR picks for the playoffs is we're going to pick a playoff driver, and we're going to pick a non-playoff driver. Rich? Either of those, if either of those two drivers win the race, we pick up two points. We pick up an extra point. 
and will also pick up a point if either uh, between the finish of the playoff drivers and the non-playoff drivers. So yep. there's a chance you could pick up three points or two points or one point. So, uh, Rich, I won last week. That gives me honors. I will pick Chase Elliott as my chase driver. I'm sorry, it's not the chase anymore. My playoff driver. Rich, who's your playoff driver? I'm going to go with Kyle Larson. That's a great pick. That boy has been on fire this year. I Honestly, it's going to be hard to beat him in this this season in general. Who are you yeah, picking? I, I do like the Chase Elliott pick. I know that's going to be the popular pick um, if I get to watch the race up at the cabin as uh, that's uh, – that's my father-in-law's favorite racer, Chase Elliott. So okay. I know that'll be the, the name going around the cabin if we get to watch the race on Sunday night. Okay. And then uh, for non-playoff drivers, who do you want? I'm going to go with Chase Bisco. I am going to go with my second favorite driver on the circuit, Matt Benedetto. I like the the Matty D pick. He needs to do well because oh, yeah. he needs to ride next year. He does. By the way, Suhar says clap clap in order in honor of you <laughs> winning the regular season. Good job, Sue. That would be my mother, folks. Okay. Um, any other NASCAR news before we head out of the track? Not really. Okay. So, um, so that was the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs at Moline at their store or on their eBay store. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Okay, so we're back into the gridiron and we're going to be talking about the NFL season and our thoughts on who's going to win the champion, the conference championship and who is going to win the Super Bowl. But before we do that, Rich, what do the people need to do? How easy is it and where should they go? You can join our weekly NFL Pick'em Challenge. See if you can pick more games correctly than Mike and I. And you can do that by following the link in our uh, that is on our Balls and Sticks fan page, the Balls and Sticks Facebook page. And we'll also have the link and the username and password in the descriptions on the YouTube no, video. That way. And uh, yeah, on the down, description. up, left, right, one of those two directions. Wherever um, the description is, people. Yeah, in the descriptions on the podcast feed as well as on our YouTube video when we post it. Okay. Join. It's super easy. You, it doesn't even take a weekly commitment as you nope. can make all your picks the day that you sign up and choose not to do anything until the playoffs start. Yep. Or you can, ch- can second-guess yourself at every single game uh, up until kickoff. That is correct. You can do that. Okay. Mike. Speaking of making a weekly pick, before we get into our predictions, let's go Thursday night football, which is going to kick off next Thursday night. You're going to take the Dallas Cowboys or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm still not sure how Dak Prescott's shoulder is, uh, so I'm going to pick the Bucs. I'm going with the Bucs as well. They're on national television. They want to... I don't think Tom Brady's going to let them lose that game. They're going to get the banner hung. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun night. Next Thursday, look for that at 7 Central Time. Yeah, 7 Central over on NBC. NBC. Okay. Um, right. So, Rich, who are you picking to be in your conference championship games? And then who's going to win? Let's, let's pick right. who. We're going to go NFC championship game is going to be ver- who versus who. I'm going to go with the Rams beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, I wasn't going to go that way. I was going to just give you who it was going to be and then give you who wins, but that's okay. okay. I have the Packers over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Packers, okay. I mean, I, I picked the Rams because, I, I mean, I like the – I like the – they have a good defense. They have a good quarterback in Matthew Stafford that could elevate that offense. The only thing that I could see getting in the way – Maybe could be an injury, to, an injury to one of their running backs. Yeah, as Daryl Daryl Henderson is already suffering a little bit of a minor injury, but they did pick up Sony Michelle. Ooh, from that, the Pats. that'll be a good. That'll be good. 
I think that helps him bolster it. I still don't think it's going to take him over the top. And, I mean, we've been talking about it since the beginning of the year. Aaron Rodgers is on a FU Green Bay tour. He's going to say, I love you guys, you fans, you're great. Leadership, you suck. Look at me, I'm going to win this championship for the fans, and you can go to H-E-Double Hockey Stick. It's over in Michigan. It freezes every year. It's going to be a hey, where where am I? Where are you going to trade me to next year? Can I go here? I thought he was. I, I thought they to, were releasing him. I go him. here, here, or here. I thought he. Oh, he, that's right. He'll be a free agent. Yeah, he's he a free agent. They re they renegotiated that contract. Okay, um, so in the AFC, I mean, is there any real doubt on who's going to win this game? Win these games? This this game? No, I, I'm not seeing one. I don't see anybody. It's going to have to take. It's going to have to take an injury. Yeah. Some and, injuries along that offensive line, or to Patrick Mahomes himself, for and, that for the and, Chiefs not to win that. And even beyond that, it's got to be something worse than turf toe, apparently, because he still did it with turf toe this year. So I'm gonna, th- I, I agree, Kansas City Chiefs win the AFC Championship, but who are they playing, Rich? I'm gonna have them take on the Titans. Ooh, that's a good pick. Uh, I actually think we're gonna see a breakout year for Lamar Jackson and the. Baltimore Ravens, that's who I got. Uh, and, 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 I mean, it's not necessarily a full breakout year because let's let's be honest, those guys really are well. I mean, they've done well every year. But this is going to be a year they're going to go deep in the playoffs. So it's going to be the Ravens losing yeah, to the I, Chiefs. I, I don't mind the pick. The Ravens just seem to run into the wrong team. Maybe they run into the wrong team in the playoffs. Yeah. It's not a thing of they, like they choke and they can't win in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I went with the Titans. Um, they're they're a good team, and I think they they added to their offense bringing in Julio Jones. Yeah. And there's some He's depth a little old though. Back. He doesn't need to be the number one option anymore. That's true. They've got AJ AJ uh, AJ Brown for that. Yeah, but is is Julio ready to play second fiddle? He'll finally get to see what he can do without getting double coverage. Yeah. I, you're you're right, which might bring him into first chair to bring this, was, the musical yeah. analogy back. But yeah, I was debating putting the Bills here. Yeah, I, it's. I, I wanted to pick somebody different. I agree. I I just I I think the Bills actually again have a great chance at making it, but I don't want it to be the Bills Chiefs every year. I mean, how many times can the Bills lose to the Chiefs? I guess we did watch them make it to the Super Bowl four years in a row and then lose every one of those. So I suppose they can go four years without anybody being salty about it, right? All right, Mike. So the Super Bowl, so it's going to be with, played at SoFi Stadium. With that being said, you think the Rams are going to host the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, and who do you think is going to win? I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, so the Rams will be the first home will be the first team to lose a Super Bowl, even though it's gonna be played in their home stadium. Okay, I'm it's actually like gonna pick the first ones to win yeah. playing in a home in their home stadium. I think the Chiefs are gonna be there, and I think the Chiefs are gonna win. But again, I think it's gonna be the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, you flipped on me. No, I think the Green Bay Packers are gonna lose. Okay. To the Chiefs. Gotcha. Okay. So misunderstood you so Aaron yep. Rodgers just falls short of getting the Super Bowl trophy yep that okay kind of would be an awkward moment of that that'd be an awkward um post-game interview if he's the one getting the Lombardi trophy and the Super Bowl MVP award yeah it would be great to see him get the MVP but lose the game it has happened it has yeah. happened and he could do that okay so how would a post-game interview go with Aaron Rodgers, would it be? I think. Thank you for. I thank the team. Been great. I think the. Uh, I thank the team. I thank the. Um, the fan base. I, I think my, my my players. I think my my coaches. Some of them, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Oh, I think I think my beautiful girlfriend over there. She's yeah. in movies. I don't know if you knew that yet. It'll be something like that. I, either, either way, it's going to be I good. 
Okay, Rich. Now, you made the claim, both in the pre-record record, and in this recording, you thought the Bears were going to get 11 wins when you went through the, the schedule. We're going to... When the, when, when the schedule originally came out. Okay. I, I don't know how I came up with 11 wins, but I did. I am going... We're going to go game by game. You, we now know what the team looks like. We're going to go game by game. You are going to say win or loss. I'm going to say win or loss. You recorded on the thing. I'll, I'll read off the games. The first game of the season is going to be at SoFi Stadium. 7.20... On a Sunday afternoon in That's September. That's Sunday night game. Sunday night game, yeah, sorry. It's going to be afternoon in, it's going to be like, I guess it's evening, 5 p.m. Yeah. in L.A., 5.20 p.m. in L.A. The Bears play the Rams. Who's going to win that game? Um, That's going to be a loss for the Bears. I'll okay. The Rams. Uh, I agree, that's a loss. Then, a week later, they're at home against the Cincinnati Burrows. I mean, Bengals. I think that they can beat the Bengals. I think that's going to be a really close game. I really do. I think they can pull it off against the Bengals. I will give them their first win the second week of the season. Going into the third week of the season, 1-0, and they are going to be playing the Browns. Hmm. That game is in Cleveland. In Cleveland. I'm gonna go a loss against Baker's Baker and the Browns. I agree. That's gonna be a loss for for the Bears. Then they come home for the Lions. I think that's a win. Me too. Okay. Week five, they play the LA Ra- or the Las Vegas Raiders in the Death Star. In the Death Star. Yeah. That's a loss. You can put it right down, put it in your book right now. That's a loss. This is one where I'm kind of on the fence. And if I'm on the fence and I need to get them to 11 wins or at least to 8 wins, I'm going to say a win against the Raiders. Okay. Um, Green Bay Packers at home. Uh, Aaron Rodgers comes to say goodbye to the fans of Chicago. And he's going to walk out a winner. Okay, that's a win. I agree. Then they go down to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks, where they lose again. I believe that they upset them last year. They're going to lose. With Mitch Trubisky, but they're going to lose. Okay. So, one, two. We, we've we differed. Faced, they we, faced we've... the San Francisco 49ers in Chicago. Okay. Um. Depends on who the starting quarterback is at the time. Okay, let's say it's on both, Garoppolo. On both sides on of the both ball. Sides. On okay. both sides of the ball. Really does depend. Because as of right now, I still don't think they've brought in Justin Fields. I think we're both in agreement that they still, by the way, make your statement when you think they actually bring in Justin Fields. I don't think they bring in Justin Fields. I think if it's Jimmy G, oh, Jimmy G versus Andy Dalton, that's a good matchup. I think Jimmy G is young. Jimmy G is definitely younger, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with youth and Kyle Shanahan over Matt Nagy, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, San Francisco's defense looks pretty good too. So I'm, yep, you chalk them up another loss on that one. Okay. Then, so this is three losses in a row that we both agree on. Then we go into the Steel City. Into the Steel City. Now, everybody talks about how Seattle is the hardest place to play in football. I think Pittsburgh is right up there, too. Going into Pittsburgh, what are they going to do? I I hate the Steelers. I know you hate the Steelers. Steelers. Rich... It's take your fandom hat. Take your fandom hat off. Put your analyst hat on. What do they do? It's, it's probably it's probably going to be a loss. It's a loss. 
Okay, so what is our record going into the bye week? Going into the bye week. If we'll go off yours. We'll go off yours right now, Rich. Three and Three and six. Three and six. So it so it's after week nine, the week um, ten is when they go week into the bye. They're on bye. They're on bye. So do they make the switch at this point? I think that you do. By the way, I have them at two and seven going into this week or going into yep. the bye. Okay. And by the way, we're only off by one. So now you have the second half. To get five games. Let's see if you can do it, Rich. And don't just do it because you want to be right. <laughs> we'll see. Now, we'll see how it Lamar all Jackson leads his Baltimore Ravens into Chicago. What do you think? Hmm. Let's see. November 21st, so it's not necessarily cold yet. So you're not going to have the cold weather coming off of Lake Michigan yet. I'm going to go with a win. I'm going to go with a loss because I like the Baltimore Ravens this year. And uh, I like them most years. So I'm going to go with a loss. I'm going with a win because I think Justin Fields will be the quarterback by that time. I agree he will be, but I don't think... Coming off a bye week, he could get him a victory. Okay. But after that bye week, they only have four days rest to be in Detroit and play the Lions for a turkey leg. In Detroit. I gave him a win earlier. I can't give him a win now. And we both know how well the Lions play on Thanksgiving. That's going to be a loss. By the way, I'll be in the Quad Cities to watch that game. I give him a win because the Lions are bad this year, Mike. They are bad. They are really bad. I don't disagree, but what do the Lions do on Thanksgiving? They lose football games. They actually show up and do pretty good. They make it a competitive game. And if the Bears are as bad as we're saying they were the first half of the season, I think that's a it's going to be a close game. I think they, they the Bears lose. Okay, now the Cardinals come into town. Now we're on December 5th. It might be a little chilly up there at Soldier Field. Could be. What do you it think? Could be. I think it's. I a, really like the air raid offense, so I I would say a loss here. I think it's a loss. Okay. Then we go to Green Bay on December twelfth. Nope. This is a cold game. It's a loss. Yep. Keep walking. Moving along. The Vikings. The Vikings actually look garbage the preseason. By the way. No offense to anybody that's a fan of the show that loves. The Vikings. I understand. I like. I, I try to support you guys as much as I can. However, they look like garbage. But in so this game in Chicago, game in the Viking ship Chicago, or Chicago, in the spaceship, the UFO. I think they can get. I think they can get the win. I think they, the game in Chicago. I think this is a win. By the way, I think this is a win. But then we go to the toughest place to play a road game. We go to Seattle. That's a loss. Yeah, I'd have to give it a loss too. The fans are back. They're gonna be. They're gonna be loud this year. They're back. That's a loss. Okay, Rich, where are you sitting? I have them at one, two, three, four, five, six wins. Oh, so you only need one and a half wins to get your over. This one, I think they might win. I'm actually going to put a win down against the Giants the, on January 2nd. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them a win oh, against excuse the G-Man. Okay, I'll give them a win on that one. So you have made your seven. But then we go up to the Vikings. Got to go for it, Mike. Rich, no, you, I think Rich, I get it. Rich, Rich, are you being honest or are you 
Here's it, how. There, who's the uh, Vikings' best player? Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph isn't even on the Vikings anymore. It's Dalvin Cook. Oh yeah, Dalvin. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has never played a full NFL season, so he could be injured by this time. Or he gets injured early and is back by this time. That could be the case as well. I, so that's why I'm. I, that's why I think they can end the season on a high note and get the win up in Minnesota. Okay, I. Your bravado is is high on that one. I I don't see it. I mean, it may have to do with hey, I got him the seven wins, so I gotta pick him to win the eighth game. But I I think there's. I don't some see crazy. it. Maybe Adam Thielen always gets hurt. He always manages to get hurt at some point during the year. He could be out for the year by this I, time. I, I I don't see it. I, they, you're saying within three weeks of each other, the Bears are going to be able to beat them twice? It's not going to be easy, but yeah, I think they can. I Ooh, man. That's... That's a bold prediction, Rich. I don't think I I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean I, I mean I think mean maybe mean the, I think there's some I think even though the the wins the losses that we gave them, I think they I personally think they have a chance against the Steelers and the Browns. Maybe not a great maybe not a 100% lock it in I'm that's my lock of the week but I think that there's a chance against those teams yeah I don't As see well. it uh, by the way I had one two three four four wins that's all I had okay I I don't see it I might give them one extra win in there somewhere I think the the only place I can see another win coming in is if they uh, is the Lions game on on for a turkey leg Okay. But even that only gives them five wins. I think you're being very maybe, generous. Yeah. I think you're being yeah, very generous the deep... with the Ravens. You That one is a... Ooh. Other than the that fact that it's Justin Fields coming in for the first time. Other than it's Justin Fields coming in for the first time. But other than that, I mean, honestly, folks, we really only disagreed with the Raiders... The Ravens, the second Lions game, uh, and the last Vikings game. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a you could make a strong case for the Seahawks. Maybe it's as far out, but by that time last year, the Seahawks went conservative with their offense, and a good defense slowed them down. And maybe they can sneak out of a win. Maybe they can get out of Seattle with a win. If okay, the, here's if the problem. The offense, if, if the Seahawks go conservative, and here's my problem with that. You know, my theory on and this again, folks, this is just a theory. Last year, the 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 Seahawks were letting Russ cook, right? Yeah. Well, when they got skittish about it, you know what they didn't have to to tell them what they needed to do. They didn't have fans in the stand to boo and jeer and make them bring Russ back. And that, I believe, is the difference. Okay. So this year, watch out. Russ is going to get to cook most of the year. Okay, folks, we are at the – I mean, we we only did a 48-minute show. We kind of blazed through a lot of the early stuff. Rich, is there anything that you want to hit on that we kind of bla- – we kind of sped through any of the topics that we didn't give enough time to because we were trying to get this done a little bit quicker? Were you surprised that the Patriots cut Cam Newton? Yes. Yes, I was. Um, who? Uh, Bill Belichick is not the type to uh, to let a uh, to let a player <coughs> or to, to start a, a a rookie. He, I mean, he must love this guy. Either that, yeah, I mean, or he's going to try to get heard- Jimmy G next year. And he just doesn't yeah, I mean, care. All, all you heard about all preseason was, yeah, Cam Newton's going to be our quarterback. Uh, well, the other thing is, um, so <laughs> one of the funniest ones was the day before <clears throat> we're talking about how 
uh, before Cam gets cut, we're talking about how uh, the interview that he has, <clears throat> he's basically saying, I don't want to speculate on, on who's in first place and who's going to, we'll, we'll worry about it when we get there. And then the next day they cut him? By the way, they also cut, who, who else did they cut? Because aren't they down to one quarterback now? No, I think they still have Brian Hoyer. I thought they cut him. They cut somebody. Somebody. Brian Hoyer. And da, 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 da. Oh, they did it. Okay, they kept him. They kept him. Okay, they re-signed him. Oh, they yeah. had, they had dropped him and then re-signed him. But... I guess I was kind of surprised by it, but I think with Mac Jones under center, they can play more of an offense similar to what they did with Tom Brady. I, here's my thing. Similar. Here's similar. my thing. Not, not exact. Oh, not an exact copy, but I think Cam. Cam was told, "Hey, we're going to start you the first couple of games. We might pull you in the middle of those games to let Mac get a couple snaps, but then somewhere mid-season, we're going to drop." We're gonna we're gonna put Mac in the, in there. Can you back him up? And Cam Newton said, "I ain't no backup." And I I agree. I don't. I think his talent is better than a backup. The problem. The problem with oh no, they dropped Jared Stidham. That's what they did. They dropped Jared Stidham and then signed Brian Hoyer like yesterday. Um, they re-signed him. But back to the Cam conversation. Cam's talent is better than a quarter. Is better than is, is he's a starter easily. I would say he is easily should be a starter. The problem, his body, is failing him regularly. The mind is willing, but the flesh is failing, and that's the problem with Cam Newton right now. Am I right, or am I right? You're right. I don't know. I mean, if anything, I think this is a good Patriot move of taking care of a player and get letting him go so that he can he can make the decision and have a jump start on who, where he wants to sign. Well, As more roster cuts happen, can, but can do you the Bears see get him, him taking? Do you see him taking a veterans minimum or a low dollar deal to be a backup? Oh, he's to be a backup quarterback. I think he. I I think. So let's let's get into my question. Do you think that the Bears could could get him? One. Drop Andy Dalton. Pick up Cam. No. No. Okay. No. I mean, I think the problem with that is is that now you're saying now you have to stay with Cam, and Cam has to be your guy the whole year. By the way, if Cam's playing, I honestly think I might I would take the over. Cam is our quarterback. I think we. I take the over. Is is Cam Newton a better quarterback than Andy Dalton? Yes or no? If you were asking me this question three years ago, yes, Cam Newton's better. But now, I think I don't think Andy Dalton. I don't think uh, Cam Newton is a starting quarterback anymore. Okay, I I disagree. Quarterback. I disagree. I think he totally could be a starting quarterback. But that's okay. We don't we don't have to always agree on everything, do we? I don't know if he's better than Andy Dalton, but I think if you were to cut Andy Dalton and say, "All right, we're going to sign Cam Newton off the street," then you would have them. Then that's when you're handing the ball to Justin Fields no. and you bring in Cam Newton as a mentor or backup quarterback. Uh, the thing that I think here's the thing here's the problem though. I think Cam's hoping to be the insurance. He's he's going to be an insurance salesman this year. He's going to be sitting there, and somebody's going to get hurt in the first week. And all of a sudden, here comes Cam riding in on his white horse with them purdy, purdy white shoes that he loves to wear so often. I think that's that, that's how it works. Yep, and I can see that. It's just, could you... So, here's a question. Andy could Dalton... step into the starting lineup without having to have the offense tailor-made to his skill set. Just a plug-and-play, here's the playbook, make it work, or do, or would a team have to rewrite that's a their great entire question. playbook? That's a great question. 
I I don't know. I think he can he can do some of it. I think I think what happens is they're like, here's the playbook. We're gonna call these playbook these plays. We'll work on something for you ne- after this week. And here's my bigger question: Andy Dalton gets turf toe week one. We'll, we'll go something not terrible, but he gets turf toe bad enough that he can't play for a couple weeks, and then has to have surgery. Let's say he has to have surgery. That's a six week, eight week thing. Do you want them to bring in Cam, or do they give Justin Fields the ball right away, no, or do they, the ball. or do they go to their third string technically uh, with with Nick Foles? I say you give the ball to the rookie and see what he can do. I think it's too early for that. I think also the bigger problem that I have with that is what's going to like if he if you give him the ball, is he going to get hurt, and the chances of him getting hurt. Early, huge. Let the team figure out what they're doing in the offensive line. Let that offensive line get some reps together before they they feed Justin Fields to the Wolves. I say give it to Cam Newton. So, um, other news in the NFL. Any other news in the NFL? Not that I can think of. Not much in the. We don't really talk much about basketball, so we're not going to really won't really go there. Oh, the Packers and yep. the Saints will play their Week One game in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to talk about. Yes. So, is that a neutral site? Really? I mean, it's only what three hundred miles. <coughs> did Did you hear the reasons on why they chose Jacksonville? No. So. They, they originally wanted Dallas because that's where they're holed up doing training camp and preparing for the NFL season. But there was a concert scheduled at Jerry World, so they couldn't have Dallas. So then they came down to Florida. So do you know why they chose the state of Florida? Because nobody has to pay income tax. Probably. That's probably a good reason. But supposedly Aaron Rodgers has a bad winning record when playing <laughs> – uh, as a road team in the state of Florida, that's fine. That's a decent. I mean, it's as good a any as good a reason as any, isn't it? Yep. So now it came down to Miami, Tampa Bay, or Jacksonville. Yeah. They chose not to do Miami because that's a destination site, so yep. they didn't want Packer fans traveling. Yep. To Miami. They did not want to choose Tampa Bay because that's a division rival. So yep. they didn't want local fans showing up the route against them. Yep, that makes sense. So they choose Jacksonville because also they did some homework and found out that to get to Jacksonville, that is the most expensive airline ticket. <laughs> hey, you, you got to use your brain on these things, folks. And they did. I'm, I'm 100% okay with it. I got no problems with it. That Sportsmanship. Be the hardest place for people to get to if 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 uh, non if Packer fans were gonna buy up tickets once they were available to the, to the general public. Okay, Rich, we are at that time. It's about uh, about fifty eight minutes in, so let's start wrapping up. Um, I li- by the way, I love those reasons. That great great deep dive on that. Great insight. And I love all those reasons. I actually appreciate it more. Um, okay, Rich, fans are listening to us on the or are watching us on on Facebook, but they want to listen to us while they drive in their car. What should they do? Uh, find our podcast wherever you find all your other podcasts: Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and Anchor FM, to name a few. Also, folks. If you are listening to us and you wonder what us two, what our two beautiful faces match, these gorgeous voices, you should check us out on Facebook.com slash Balls and Sticks or YouTube.com. Just look us up at Balls and Sticks, the podcast. We will have this posted as soon as we can. And besides that, Rich, what's it time to do? It's time to roll the outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. <laughs>
By the way, one final shout out. Sorry, I forgot to do this earlier. Uh, Sue Hart also said Michael loves pumpkin ice cream. We we read the comments, folks. Everybody loves pumpkin ice cream. Come on. If you haven't had it, you got to go to the Quad Cities. You got to get it. It's called Whitey's Ice Cream. It's not racist, I promise. It's delicious. Uh, Check it out. And uh, good night. Mom said that twice. Okay, bye.